We are so excited that this latest message from Truth Movement Church can meet you where you are today. This message from TMC will help you to apply the truth of God's word to your everyday life. It's practical and powerful. Enjoy his word. didn't give me confirmation that I'd be speaking this morning until I got here. <laughs> and uh, I said, you got to understand how me and God talk. It's like, dude, you sure? This is what you want me to do today. And uh, what better way to honor her? <laughs> I, uh, I was saying, Lord, it's going to be complex. You know, it's going to be hard to even get the words out. And, uh, and it made it worse because I walk in the building, and I didn't get this. I mean, it probably hit me like we're getting ready to start service, and I saw Jordan with a stretcher bearer shirt on. I'm like, why does he have a stretcher bearer shirt? And then I saw Ezra with a stretcher bearer shirt. And then I looked at all the men. I was saying, Lord, I can make it, but for that, I mean, like, Lord, <laughs> whose idea was that? But I appreciate every person, um, and please hear me, um, because I know we've been a bit distant um, just to make sure that I got my thoughts together, um, but I wanted to make sure that I tell you um, that I appreciate all of your prayers um, because they're felt um, for both me and all of my family. Um, I thank you for the financial support you've been sending our way. I thank you for everything that you've been doing. The text messages have been amazing. Um, to even just hear your voice has, has been encouraging. Um, and, and here's what I tell you. Y'all, I'm telling you, like, the Lord just gave me something to say. I'm not going to be up here long. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and I want to make sure you understand it. And, and what's funny is that he started to make me this, wrote, this week write out notes as I was just praying and as, you know, I got up to study and I really couldn't study, but I was just going through this idea of grief and what it all meant and, 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 and that whole thing. And, and here's where I'm at because I'm going to teach this to you one day, but make sure that you allow it to run its course. Wherever it takes you, whatever place you go to, allow it to run its course because it's meant to run its course. If you stop water from running its course, it's going to well over in places you don't want it. And you have to make sure that you allow grief to run its course. So whatever that looks like for you. So that's the complexity with a man not being able to express himself and afraid of tears is because that, that's grief coming. That is it coming out of you and you expressing that before your father. And those tears mean something to your father in heaven. But you have to allow yourself to have those moments because if you don't allow those have, th th yourself to have those moments, those moments will take you. So you have to make sure that you allow yourself to, to just whatever, whatever it takes you. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing because I, it, my, my, my children, their dad, they've allowed me to be a son for the past week. They've asked me for nothing. They haven't said a word. Just, just be a son. And, and here's, here's the power in that. You have to have people around you that know how to, how to carry you when you're broke. So for me to walk in this place today and to see all of these men with stretcher bearer shirts, I lost it. 
I was doing good before that. I was fine, and I was straight, and it was, it was funny. Here's how God works in this. Y'all, this is being, being very transparent this morning. I got something I'm going to give you, but it's very simple. I'm, I'm preparing the men. We're going to start this, this small group called Stretcher Bearers, right? You, you get the idea. But I, but I have been working on it all week, you know what I mean? So I think, well, God, you gave me this message because you want me to do this next, and God, I got it. So, I, you know, I, I went back to my sermon, I looked at it, and I remember where I got through the space where I said, I need, I need men. Yeah. Y'all didn't hear me. Yeah. I need men yeah. that can carry me when I break. Yeah. 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 You'd be amazed at the number of men that have texted me. Yeah. You'd be amazed at the men who just put money in my hand. You'd be amazed at the men that said, bro, I love you. I mean, listen, these are real men. Bro, I love you. Do you know how powerful that is for a man of my stature? I was blown away. Y'all, I want to I honestly say thank you. Um, I appreciate the love um, and all that. And what, Tina and I have been talking, and I never thought that her impact would be here. Didn't think it. Because there were, well, I thought we were going to have a service here. I think I was talking to Ty the other time. I thought we were going to have a service here. But in my mind, what, her whole life was in Syracuse. But guess what she did for the, nine, the last nine months of her life? Yeah, 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 yeah. She was here. Yeah. And she, she established a life here and relationships here. And it is such a blessing because here's my thing. People can go a whole lifetime and not touch as many people as she touched. I, listen to me, y'all. I'm going to miss these fist bumps when I come down off that stage. Listen. I'm going to miss that big old finger telling me to come in. <laughs> she gave me a light shake of the hand and said, you did good with that. You did good with that. Because what's funny about my mother is that my, listen, I have been, I was ordained, I was a, a, a ordained minister, and, and, and then I got ordained an elder, and then I was ministering, and I was doing my thing, and she would ask me, listen, y'all, I have been saved for real for a long time, and she would ask me, um, you sure you saved yet? <laughs> Mama, don't get more saved than this, <laughs> like, what are you saying? But to hear the people, and this is, y'all, this is no joke, to hear the people calling me, and these people I haven't talked, I don't talk to these people. They call me, she would always tell me how good you preach. My mama, who was a cogent woman, core and core and core and core, through and through and through. This boy doing up here what he's doing made her say he could preach. Y'all, I am glad that I was able to serve this woman for the last nine months of her life. Um, that was my girl. Um, I didn't want to be a mama's boy. <laughs> but it just worked out that way. It did. And I'll tell you this. The reason why I can love this woman is because I love that woman first. So I'm about to help every woman in here. If he ain't a mama's boy. If he ain't in love with mama, if he got issue with mama, you better watch him. But if he love mama, you better run towards him because he, listen to me, if he ain't articulate, if he ain't got it all fixed, whatever, he love mama, he can love you. Amen. Let's dive into this real quick. I promise you, I just got a couple words I want to give you. 
and then we'll get out of here. I thank everyone who came today. Um, I see Brother Smokey from my mother's church in Syracuse, New York, is here. Let's give her a hand. Give him a hand. Um, listen, Smokey would, when I left, Smokey basically stepped in to take care of my mother. Whatever Mother Hunter would need, uh, Brother Hunter, I got her. And he always took care of her. I mean, he did more than he should have done. Um, and I, I know she beat him up at times because that's just what my mom would do. Um, but I appreciate what you have done for my mother and what you did for my mother. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed, and I appreciate it. Real quick, y'all, let's just talk quickly. Now let's go to the book of Luke 13, chapter 13, verse 10. I don't have any points today because I wasn't planning on speaking today, so don't hold it against me. Luke 13, verse 10, New King James Version. Luke 10, excuse me, Luke 13, verse 10. We'll start there. Are you there yet? All right, let's work real quick. Verse 10 says this. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called to her, called her to him and said to her, woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. If we can have a topic for our little talk today, I promise you I've, I got five or ten minutes for you today. If we could have a, a topic for our discussion today. Uh, it would be in the form of a question, and I would ask you, what happens when you break? Look at your neighbor and say, what happens when you break? Growing up, we had this, uh, this floor model. I'm about to like age myself really good here and put a finger on it. Um, we had a floor model TV, and I remember the day we got it. Up until that point, we had, a, we had a TV that sat on kind of one of those dinner tables, you know, those little portable dinner tables. And we got this, 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 uh, this floor model TV, and it had all the bells and whistles. I mean, it was, it was technology at its finest, y'all. Uh, it's a tube TV. And I remember they, they put it in the corner, and, um, you know, we did some, some of everything. Who remembers when you had to change cable by a box? You had a cable box, and you hit buttons. Do y'all raise your hand if you remember that? Like you had a cable box and you hit buttons. Yeah, we had to work a way to get all that fixed in, and the cable box hooked up, and all those different things. And and then as 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 things started to change, and that cable box went away um, because we had the same TV, um, it wasn't able to to respond to um, the newer technology as it came out, and things just kind of started to break down and shut down, and and different things. And you know, this TV that was once you know the the, the top of the technology charts um, was starting to 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 wane. You know, it just lost its ability to do certain things. And I remember um, it had lost its why would call me right now. Um, I remember um, when it lost its, um, the, the tube on the TV. You remember all TVs had a tube. You remember that? The tube went bad. Um, and up until that point, you know, whatever settings we had, I think channels went up, the channels we had went up to like 
25 or something like that. Um, and we were hoping by them fixing the TV that we would gain all of the channels back because there was a lot more channels. Um, but when they fixed the TV um, and, and got it back up and running and it had lost a lot of its function, um, it only had what in it what it could do before it broke. The only things that was in it and what it could do, what was in it before it broke. The text says that this, this woman shows up at the church one day, and it says that she had this infirmity for 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself in no way could she raise herself up. It, it didn't matter what she tried. It didn't matter how much she desired to. In no way could she raise herself up. At some point, she lost the ability to straighten up her back at the very least. If you read some other texts, she had a spirit of infirmity, meaning that at some point there was something that happened inside of her spirit that helped her body to break down. At some point, there was something going on with her that was so strong that it broke her. And, 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 and the thing that stuck out to me in the text is that even though that this woman was broken, she still knew how to show up at church. Because when she showed up at, at church that day, she showed up at church and Jesus was there. And Jesus was in a healing mood and he looked at this woman and he says, woman, I want you to stand. And she stood up straight for the first time in 18 years. So the text took me to my mother. And I, I don't know, I, I, I racked my brain for years. I mean, Tina can tell you that I racked my brain for years to, to try to understand what was happening in my mother's mind. To have grown up the way that she grew up, I mean, we, we just did her death certificate, and we had to figure out what her father's name was. She has a multitude, I believe 11 brothers and sisters. She's got a multitude of 11 brothers and sisters, but for somehow, some way, she's the only one that ended up staying with her auntie, and the rest of them stayed with their mother. She moves to Syracuse, New York, and she, she gets up there with all these hopes and dreams, and she's there for a bit, and things are not going the way that they should go. And they had all kind of dysfunctional issues happening in the relationship, but the whole time she's still being a mom. She's still doing everything that she knows to do. And somewhere along the way, within those first few years of her being there, she finds Jesus. I wasn't around at the time, but she found Jesus. I remember as a little boy, my mother hosting Bible studies at my house. And the thing that I hated the most about it was that she would call me in the house from outside to come sit amongst all these women in Avon. It used to aggravate the mess out of me. These little white Avon bags all over the place with these books, and she would be in there teaching the Bible. She will work in any capacity of the church. She will cook in any church. Listen, she will cook a church down. I've seen my mother. I've watched my mother put the rest at least four stoves because they, she outcooked them. They could not. They could not keep up with the woman. She loved Jesus. She loved the church. And here's what I can say from the bottom of my heart. Mama, I didn't know it, but when I got saved, I knew that my mother was saved for real. Life keeps pushing you, though, because here's what, I, here's what I know is that this earth doesn't care about your spiritual stature. You still got to deal with life. 
So even though she was saved, she still had to deal with everything that was external. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know what broke my mother. I don't know. I, my mind goes back to her childhood, and I don't know if that broke her, and, and, and I don't know if, if the dysfunction in her marriage broke her. I don't know if, if bearing her first son is what broke her. I don't know if burying her husband is what broke her. I don't know if she just looked over her life and said that she was just displeased with it and she was bitter about it is, 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 is what broke her. But one thing I found out in these last nine months is that even though she wasn't the same woman that I remembered growing up, she had so saturated herself with Jesus that when she broke, it was her only response. Even though she still couldn't break down scripture and some stuff she couldn't get and she just didn't understand it, it just wasn't going to happen anymore. But because she had saturated herself and she had sat at the feet of Jesus for so long, when she broke, the only thing that was left was Jesus. So you, you can bear witness to the fact that when she would be in service, you would hear a breakout in the tongue because it was in her. And I can say without a shadow of a doubt, that she's resting in the bosom of Jesus right now. Because before she broke, she saturated herself with Jesus. Before she knew that she wasn't going to be able to get down on her knees anymore. Before she knew that she would, be, she would lose the mental capacity to articulate these words anymore, it was in her. So, so, so listen to me. So God says, listen, because I understand that you, you can't articulate the words anymore, I'm going to give it to you in the tongue every now and again because that gets down inside of you. You see, that only happens, y'all. That only happens when you saturate yourself with Jesus. That only happens when you take this life stuff, this culture stuff, this Jesus stuff for real. And my question is to you, what's going to happen when you break? What happens when you lose the capacity to go, for, to, go to Jesus for yourself? What happens? The reason why that was the only thing that could come back out because it was the only thing that she put in there. Oh, I'll get to Jesus when I get ready. And I'll come to church and I'll just sit here and I'll, and I'll engage when I get ready to. And, I, and I'll, I'll come after him when I want to. And all these, But what's going to happen when you break? Listen, y'all. There's nothing more frustrating for a man to not be able to help the women in his life. I couldn't do anything for her. She had lost the capacity to be able to do it. She was still here and she was still doing fine. But listen to me, y'all. At some point in your life, you're not going to be able to get there by yourself. And if you don't have anything in you, what happens when you break? What happens? Where do you go when you break? My wife will tell you the day I was just, I was calm. I, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind. I get it. I understand it. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that my mother is with Jesus. I know that. There's no doubting that. Listen to me. Her walk with Jesus was so powerful and, and so infectious that a boy like me that ran the streets for a long time had to revert back to it because she put it in me. 
I'm talking to parents. I'm talking to mothers. I'm talking to fathers. Listen to me. I can remember days. Yo, I, I promise you, I can remember days my mother would call me, and I hated her calling me in the house because I'm in the middle stuff. I'm out here with my friends, mom. And I was playing football down the street. I remember it like which is I playing football down the street, and she I ran. I'm sweating. Ran in the house, ran upstairs. She should call me from upstairs in her in the house. Juan, come here. Yo, my friends would laugh at me and everything. I run back to the house, run upstairs. Yes, mom, what you need? She had spilled a bottle of bless oil all over the floor. And it was, she was sitting on her bed, and it was in front of her window. And she says, put that oil on you. I'm sweating, mother. I've, I've got football dirt on me. Get over here and put this oil on you. And she made me lather myself with this bless oil. I was, no, I was no older than eight or nine years old. I remember it like it was yesterday. But then when I start to think back on everything that I got myself into with friends that got themselves into the same thing, but some way I got out of that same thing unscathed. There were some situations that I got myself into that I should have lost my mind and it made somebody else lose their mind, but I didn't lose mine because my mother had covered me. She understood. She understood. What happens when you break? Do you love Jesus enough to stop playing with Jesus? Because this story, listen to me, we can only say the same story about you is if it gets inside of you, if you get saturated with his spirit, if you get for real about it and stop playing with it. That's the only way that this works. What happens when you break? Oh, we're vibrant right now. I keep talking to my wife about the vibrancy in my mother's eyes that I just missed and I just didn't see it anymore. It just wasn't there. But listen to me, all of us are going to lose that vibrancy in our eyes. The brightness in our eyes, the ability to just do it, the ability to praise, the ability to stand. But I thank God that before she broke, she was for real about her walk with God. For real about it. Only question I got for you today. Only question. What happens to you when you break? All of us are going to break. Everybody in this room is going to break at some point. Y'all, I got to the place. where I got frustrated with the fact that my mother was not the woman that I remembered. I was frustrated with the fact that we couldn't, we never were able to really dive into scripture the way I remember her dying, diving into scripture because I, in her mind, I finally made it. And now that I finally made it, we can't even have the conversation. But the most important thing was that she knew Jesus enough. She had such a relationship with God that when it was time, he told her to stand up straight. You've been hurting. You've been disappointed. You've been broken for years. And he looked at her and said, stand up straight. 
You're not going to have to listen to Jordan tell you to stand up straight anymore. You're not going to have to listen to Wanzel stand up straight anymore. Granny, stand up straight anymore. Because once Jesus tells you to stand. There was nothing that we could do to make her stand up straight. Nothing. It got to the point, Ma, stand up straight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Because God knew it was only his power. It was going to be his will to make her stand up straight. My only question today is, are you going to have that same opportunity? Are you going to allow culture to keep you wrapped up in this mess that you're in? Are you going to allow the relationship, the church hurt, whatever it is, to keep you in the spiritual position that you're in? Because if you are, you need to ask yourself, what's going to happen when you break? What's going to happen? I know you've taken a position. Gosh, I know that you've taken a position. And I think you, I I, I believe you think you know. What's going to happen when you break? I didn't mind one bit of it. She aggravated me, y'all. She did. She got on my nerves at times. I didn't mind it, man. That's my girl. Listen to me. I get to, I get to honor her today. I told my wife, I'm cleaning her room up. Because I, I get to clean her room one more time. I get to clean her bathroom one more time. And I can do it with a smile on my face. I can do it with joy. I can do it with excitement because I know that I get to see my mother again. And the best part, when I see her, she's going to be walking straight at me. She's going to be walking under her own power. She's going to have that look in her eye again and saying, Wanzel, I told you so. Boy, I knew what I was doing when you was 12. I was praying for you when you were 15. And I gave my life to Jesus because I knew. Thank you for streaming the latest message from Truth Movement Church. We pray that you found something in God's word that you can deposit into your heart for future use. To stay connected with our ministry, like us on Facebook or Instagram, or learn more about us by visiting www.truthmovementchurch.org.